There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Elio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. Should we get the F-U-C-K into it and start blasting off some voicemails? Yeah, let's yeah, do I'll, I'll start blasting these off. <laughs> okay... Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Um, I just got done uh, listening to your episode on the LuLaRoe Pyramid Scheme and the Amazon documentary. And I wanted to tell you guys about a really awesome podcast uh, that came out a couple years ago that is all about um, pyramid schemes and the intricacies of like how women get caught up in them and all kinds of crazy stuff. So it's called The Dream, and it is by um, a woman named Jane Marie, who I think used to work at This American Life, but there are two seasons. Oh, yes. It is nothing short of amazing. Like, you will laugh, you will cry, you will ponder your Mm -hmm. existence and our world. Like, it's amazing. So I don't know if you guys are in the habit of, like, giving, you know, recommendations for the media, but you should definitely listen to it. Okay, thanks. Bye. I have listened to that. Yes. We love Jane Marie. She's friend of the pod and friend of Erios. Yeah. Yeah. Big Jane Marie fan. Yeah, we're Jane, we're Jane Marie heads. Okay, next message. Hi, web crawlers. Um, I have something that I would like you to investigate. Oh, okay. Um, I live in Chicago and for the past couple of months, um, I've been noticing um rubber bands all over the ground, like rubber just at bands? random intervals. Um, everywhere I go, and at first I was like, well, no, I don't know. 
I just kept seeing them while I was like walking to and from work. And then one day I started picking them up, and now I have over 150 rubber bands. What? Um, and I really want to know where they're coming from. My guess is mail carriers, that, um, that was but like guess, they're yeah. everywhere, and there's no shortage. And every day I pick more up, and there's just more the next day. So either like I'm magical and attract rubber bands, or like there's some kind of weird thing going on in Chicago. And I'm sure that it's not that interesting, but. If you guys ever need rubber bands for anything, um, let me know because I can send them to you. I have plenty. Okay. Love you. Bye. How My weird. guess would be the mail because the mail comes wrapped in rubber bands. Yeah. I guess that's w- weird. Maybe she's walking in an area where like a mail carrier unload stuff and the rubber bands fall out of the car she should she should turn it into a rubber band ball and then maybe she can get in the guinness world of records for biggest rubber band ball in chicago that's right that's called making it into a positive that's called making lemons out of lemonade and just so everyone knows i do life coaching if you want to uh to start turning your lemons into lemonade if you want that if you're looking for that kind of advice yeah. right there if, you want, if you're looking for rubber band ball type advice <laughs> i'm right over here <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah make a rubber band ball send us a picture good luck hi web crawlers this is chris from washington uh listening to the live seance uh i'll probably call again about some other parts of the live seance but uh one thing that keeps popping up in my mind while I'm listening to it is the Green River Killer. And uh, that whole murder of 48 to 71 women uh, is a really creepy thing and uh, maybe has something to do with it. Just a balling idea. Anyway, thank you. And I will continue listening. I want to interject real quick. I just found a very bizarre article that says, if you ever find a rubber band on your front door, stop everything and call the police. Why? Call the, what? Call the chief of police. Um, <laughs> it says, uh, the post reads, two weeks ago during the day, a hard knock was at my front door. Not a regular knock, but almost pounding. And I do not answer the door when I'm here by myself. When the person finally left, she went to investigate and she noticed something strange on the handle, a rubber band holding the door latch open. When she told her local sheriff, he told her that this wasn't the first time someone had reported something like this. The sheriff came by yesterday and said this is happening all of a sudden. As soon as you unlatch the door, they do not wait for you to turn the knob. They can bust in on you. Kim recommended to not answer doors without knowing who's on the other side. Oh, so I guess some sort of weird rubber band trick. I don't know. Huh. I don't know how. I that... don't think that's what's happening to her, but no, no, but just something, <laughs> something to know about rubber bands. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, in never answer res- door. In response to the seance, now when we were doing the seance, I can't. Please call in and let let us know if this was you. But someone wrote in and and brought this to our attention. And remember, you guys, I then did some more research on it. Was like, this is crazy. This is like everything John is saying in the seance. This circus tent pole incident, where so in the seance, John said lightning, circus, river, and so 
basically, if you type in tentpole monument to Circus Dead in North Dakota in like the early 1900s, right next to a river. I mean, it's like literally right next to oh. a river. These car like car um uh circuit. What do you call? Let me. Let me the Ringling Brothers Circus. Circus, uh, the Ringling Brothers Circus came to town, and basically the people that were setting up the circus um, got struck by lightning. These two guys, oh, get oh. this, and also remember, okay, so th- there were three guys that got hit by lightning. Two of them died. One guy didn't die t- till a year later. And so when John was saying all this, and then oh. we were like, are you dead? And he said, I'm not dead. So it could have been the guy that hadn't died yet that was like seeing his friends yeah. die. Anyway, it's just like look it up. It's a very like crazy, crazy thing. So um anyway, that's one that's one way to look at it and I thought it was so interesting. That is. Also just one okay. one last note. Postal workers get through 2 million rubber bands a day. Whoa. Not not I was like each? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big rubber band ball. Yeah, that's a huge rubber band ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're in a place like Chicago. Yeah, lots of lot mail. Of, a lot of mail. Yeah. Hello. Jeff. Uh, this here message is for the web callers. Um, actually, this, this here uh, message is for Melissa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't say uh-oh. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I just wonder how you Oh my god! I finally, you know, I finally got around to watching the season finale of Kung Fu, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I remember a while back, you kind of mumbled under your breath, uh, "What do you want a cameo?" Well, I was thinking, you know, maybe you could talk to Mark, maybe get him in that little writers' room because I was thinking about this reoccurring character who uh, is chunky but ruggedly handsome and uh, I heard that dad bods are in and uh, well as luck would have it old Jeb has had one since the seventh grade anyway um, you know I figured he'd be like ruggedly handsome Uh, uh, maybe has an accent that you just can't Whack place. Um, almost <laughs> like he's making it up. Anyway, um, I just want to say, uh, you know, just throwing that out there and, uh, you know, shoot my shot at the kids' sake. Hard out there. Um, hi, Alex. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Jab? That's good. Thank you. Uh, I'm doing well. All right. Wow, so if I need a ruggedly handsome dad bod character <laughs> for Kung Fu, I'll pass it by Martin. I'll see Yeah. See what he says. Okay, next message. This message is for the web crawlers. This is Amber Leah from Oregon. Again. <laughs> um, I'm actually driving through the woods right now and Scary. even though like this area is super freaking beautiful during the day, like it's really creeping me out. So like I figured I'd call you <laughs> but that's not like the whole reason. Um the reason is because well the reason I'm driving through the woods in the first place is because a friend of mine called me 
Um, and she said that she feels unsafe where she's at. She's been drinking, and oh, nice. there are some gentlemen around that are not behaving themselves. So I am going to be a good friend and go rescue oh, her. Oh, good for you. Even though it's nice. really creepy out here. Um, but the weird part about this whole situation is I was sitting in my room. I was getting ready for bed. I had my pajamas on, and I just had this weird feeling like I needed to call her. And as soon as I got that, and I even picked up my phone and like looked at it for a second thinking about calling her, it rang and it was her. So that was odd. And um, it's actually not the first time that that's happened. Like, honestly, it's happened quite a bit. And we joke about it a lot because we're like, you know, we've been like, you know. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, she is going through the forest. Maybe she cut out. Oh no! I think I think she calls back. I think you can sync yeah. up with like really good friends and have that kind of like communication. Yeah, I think so. For sure. I've yeah, crazy. I've definitely had that yeah. where it's just like you're like text, yeah. you're like about to text someone, they're texting you. Like yeah. you just can get on a wavelength. Oh, for sure. You can just get on a wavelength. I think there's part two. This message is for web crawlers. This is Amber Leah from Oregon again because my call dropped um, because I'm on this really creepy back road so i am going to just start over and i'll fast forward yeah but it made me think i you know do other people do that do other people have friends that like you're so synchronized like like literally you know this has happened more often than i can count in fact like we joke about it a lot because like it seems to be like i'll think of her she calls or she thinks of me and i'm like hey yeah, so <laughs> it seems to happen a lot. Um, also, like, I really need tea, and I do not want to pull over in the middle of nowhere on this really creepy, um, <laughs> winding backwoods road to pee. So, your pants. this is awesome. If I get killed, your pants. Um, this is Amber Leah from Oregon, and I love your show. Uh, la la la. Pee in a bottle. There have been so many times where I'm stuck in traffic where I'm like, Honestly, if I pee my pants and I'm just going home, like I just clean up the car and then like change my pants when I get home. It's like not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> you coming to terms with that? Being like, you know I what? Just, I'm gonna, at the end of the day. Big baby's going to pee your pants day. right now. <laughs> okay. This message is for web crawlers. This is Amber Leah from Oregon again. Oh. <laughs> I just called like 10 minutes ago because like I'm driving this really creepy road still um but i'm listening to your mailbag episode and someone called in talking about like having an aol boyfriend as a teenager (laughs) and yeah it reminded me of this fun little story um Uh a friend of mine and i thought we were really grown up when we were about 12 and we both had little like chat room boyfriends and in fact we used to go like I would beg my mom to go get money for a calling card because we couldn't call long distance. Oh, my God. Um, and I would call long distance to this guy that lived in Pennsylvania. <laughs> His name was Justin, and I do think he was older than me. I don't know yeah. how much older than me. Honestly, probably way too old for me. Um, but my friend, Jessica, she met this boy, and he lived, like, two towns over um, they talked for like six months, um, and then we had this bright idea that we were going to get on the bus and go meet this random guy oh, no. that he's been talking to for six months. So, you know, we got our backpacks, we thought we were all grown up, um, get on the bus, and, you know, 
like we ride like two hours to this other town and we get there and this guy is legitimately an old man and thank god he was like really polite and like kind of gave us a lecture about it um but at the same time it's like wait a second like you were talking to her for like six months and he knew her age like she had sent him pictures and stuff um thankfully you know we got like back on the bus safely um he had bought us lunch deceased Paul Walker and Ethan Embry. No, not Ethan Embry. Um, Joshua I've Jackson. Seen it. Oh, it's fun. Oh, is it about a fraternity? It's about the Skull and Bone Society at Yale. Oh, I don't really know anything about yeah. that. Okay. Well, 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 well. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Hey, web crawling bimbo. <laughs> I am Amy from Ohio. I've called a couple times before. I would... I could tell you that you're so special now that I have web crawlers in my contacts in my phone. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Okay, so I have to tell you, I found out recently that my grandfather was like a literal gangster. 
um, like an actual gangster. And he and his brother, 1951 in Kentucky, shot and killed the sheriff of oh. Pike County. And um, it's very, very uh, new to me, so I don't have 100% of the details. But from court records um, and some articles I found, um, and some of the things that are coming out in my family as we have a, a family, uh, kind of on his last leg, um, I found out some more stuff, but it's like a whole thing. He was actually released from prison because of his organized crime ties, relocated, um, in the middle of the night after he got released, he got a stay in his life sentence. I don't know how they did it, but it was some kind of connection with the governor, wow. something or other. So he actually got released, I think, maybe four or five years after he was sentenced to life. His brother died in prison. Um, but anyway, I guess there was a shoe size discrepancy, and they kind of oh, no. got, got – I'll learn more about it. But um, the guy, I guess he was, quote, pistol-swapping – uh, huh? according to one of the court articles, that was my grandfather's. He was a gambler, um, a whiskey bootlegger, Ooh. and a, uh, he had dog races and dog fights. Aww. He raised dogs, but his main, um, income, I guess, was from ga- gambling, gambling ring, Pistol swapping, which is a totally nineteen fifty term, and uh, you know whatever other whiskey bootlegging shit. I just can't believe it. Like, and he died when I was young, but like I really loved him. But now I understand like so much of the drama that goes on and behind the scenes with my mom and her siblings. But um, I will email you guys for fun when I can get like a really good condensed article so you can read it. But yeah, I had a. I mean, basically, it was like the Kentucky version of, like, the Sopranos crew. And I guess he was, like, kind of high up. So, kind of weird, freaky. I don't know if I should be proud or scared, but (laughs) he did a lot of bad shit. So, all right, just want to tell you guys. Feel kind of cool. Okay, I love you. Bye. Is she saying pistol swapping or pistol flopping? I heard heard (laughs) Well, what's the difference? First, (laughs) and then I heard swapping. Huh. Pistol? Is there I see pistol flopping. No, but I see pistol flipping. Oh. And then that's gun spinning, like when the cowboys go like, Oh. Pistol swapping? Flopping? (laughs) Flipping? Flopping? Swami? Swimmy? Samsonite. It's on the suitcase. (laughs) Who knows? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Annie. Um, I actually called the other day about the Austin Powers quote. Um, it's a little heated. It had a little bit too much wine in me, so I apologize <laughs> if I sounded crazy. Um, but I'm listening to the LuLaRoe episode, and I'm obsessed because, unlike you guys, I was 100% their demographic. I never sold it, but I had many, many friends who did. Wow. And I owned many pieces and so basically there was some confusion in the episode about how it worked so there's all these different styles and those were the names like the Irma and the Amelia and then there were also the leggings and then the the people selling it would get the different patterns and they didn't know what patterns they were going to get but they would order the specific styles Uh, and um I personally own my own business that is not an MLM and um, I would get really frustrated with some of the girl boss stuff and mm-hmm. um, anyway, annoying, but I would want to support my friends. So I'd buy a shirt here, a pair of leggings there, but where I got really upset was there was a mom um, of one of my son's friends in preschool who would Facebook message me and say, hey, I found a pair of leggings I really think you might like and would put them in my son's backpack and then say, you can just pay me the next time you see me. Like, I never oh, have no. I don't need these leggings. And that's when I started getting turned off. And then I'd see them go to these conventions. I'm like, I think you guys are in a cult. And so, uh, yeah, the Lula Rich really confirmed a lot of that for me that, what I was thinking back then when people were trying to get me to join. Um, glad I didn't get sucked into it. Um, glad that I'm able to run my own successful business. Yes, queen. Uh, that is not an MLM. Anyway, I'm really glad you guys are covering it because I think it should be talked about. And I think it's something that women, especially, were targeted for that type of stuff. And we should be watched out. We should watch out for it. So anyway, love you guys. Uh, Thanks for, um, again, for covering LuLaRoe. La, la, la.
That putting leggings in a kid's backpack, that's crazy. That's a smart selling move, but that's fucking nuts. Sure. That's fucking nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, that's some nuts. That's nuts. That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. Okay, next message. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Chloe calling. Um, I'm a little behind, and I just heard the mailbag episodes where Jeb had that, like, Prescavu-type dream about his, I think it was his daughter buying a house. And then oh, there was the yeah. other guy that called him with that, like, crazy dream that he always has before someone in his family dies. Mm. And so oh, yeah. I wanted to tell you guys um, that I've had a couple of situations like that, and there are, like, two that I specifically want to tell you about. So this might be a two-parter, and if so, I'm sorry. Um, but when I was, like, younger, I would have, like, once I had, like, a vision of my best friend getting into a car wreck, I mean, I just closed my eyes, and I just saw it. And then the next day when I saw her at school, she was like, yeah, we got into this car accident at, like, the Whoa. same time that I saw it, the same time oh my God. That I saw. It's really crazy. There's been other things where I get a feeling that I should check on my friend who lives across the country, and when I do, she was like, oh, my God, why did you text me that? Like, I was in the middle of being attacked by this random guy. Oh, what? And it was just nuts. Um, but I've also had, like, these dreams. So I've had dreams of, like, really weird situations, like little snippets of situations. And then, like, months later, I find myself in that exact situation, um, specifically ones, like, involving my grandparents who lived across the country who I didn't see very often. I didn't know when I would see them. And so I would see, like, a really specific situation with my grandma in it. And then a few months later, it would turn out, oh, she's visiting, and we end up in that exact same situation. Um, well, girl, you're psychic. I specifically want to tell you guys about this dream that I had about my grandma. Um, so she passed away, I believe it was in 2014, the day after Thanksgiving. And my grandfather was still alive. He was in a nursing home because he had really bad Alzheimer's. Mm. Um, and he'd been in there for quite a long time, for several years. And it was to the point that when she passed away, he would recognize us some days and he wouldn't other days. Right. And, um, you know, he would be in different parts of his life when we would talk to him. And about so a year after that, he was to the point where I hadn't heard him speak in months and months. And he basically just never recognized us when we were there. We would still visit him, but he didn't know who we were. Mm. And it was a really hard situation. Um, so the Thanksgiving after she passed away... I was sleeping at my then boyfriend's house and in the morning, probably around 9 a.m. because I sleep late because I'm lazy. Um, it's pretty early. I had this dream, but it was, it didn't really feel like a normal dream. It felt like my grandma was talking directly into my head Ooh. and she was just telling me, like there was no plot. There was no anything. It was just her voice. And she was telling me that we really needed to call my grandfather that we needed to wake up and call my grandfather. Oh. And so I woke up oh. and I immediately called my mom. Okay, there's a part two. Wow. Hey, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Chloe calling back. Sorry, um, I will finish quickly. But so I had that weird dream. I woke up and I called my mom and I told my mom, hey, like, you need to call Peepaw. And she was like, why, though? And I was like, I don't know. Mima told me to just do it, basically. I was like, here's the dream. Here's what happened. So she calls my grandpa. It's, like, early. It's, like, noon on Thanksgiving. And she calls him at the nursing home. And afterwards, she called me. And she said, oh, my God, Chloe, you have to call your grandfather. She said that he 
was lucid for the first time <gasps> in like nine months or something. Oh my and god! And they had talked for like an hour, and he remembered her, and they talked like normal. And then I called him, and yeah, he spoke to me, and he knew who I was, and. It was great. We only got to talk for a few minutes. Like, he was flipping out of it by the time that I called him, which was wow. fine. Like, I'm glad my mom got to talk to him for so long. Um, but that was the last time that we really got to talk to him really at all. Like, after that, I never saw him lucid like that again. And I don't think I heard his voice again before he passed away. So that was really cool. Thank you, Grandma. Um, and then wow. more recently, I... Um, in the past couple months, I've started trying to do like a daily tarot practice. My mom um, had been into tarot cards. I really like them. So I tried to do like a daily thing. And so one Friday after work, I did like a small three card spread. And I asked something that I ask a lot because again, I'm a beginner. And I'll, I'll just ask like, what do I need to know or be aware of for this weekend or for today or whatever? So I asked, what do I need to know or be aware of for this weekend? And I got three minor arcana cards, nothing big. And I was trying to put together what the cards meant. I have it written down, but I don't remember the first two. But I know the last card was the Emperor, which is a card I don't get very often. And I think the middle card had some kind of like tinge of grief to its meaning. And first, I was like looking at the cards and trying to figure out what I thought of them. And for some reason, I had this weird thought that was like, I wonder if someone in my family is going to die this weekend, like a male. And my father was recently diagnosed with stage four cancer. So it was like, oh, God, do I think it's my dad? And I was like, no, I really don't. But I feel like someone's going to die. And then I quickly was like, okay, shut up. Right? Like, no one's going to die. Just be quiet. And like, let's just be, like, I'm just going to chew on this bread for a while. And I'll, I'll figure out what it means later. I'm just going to like think on it for a while. So I leave and go do some errands. And I'm kind of like letting the cards ruminate, which I do a lot if I can't figure out the meaning right away. And I get a text from my mom like a couple hours later. And her favorite uncle had passed away unexpectedly. Oh like, my God. He was fine. He was about to be released. He'd been in the hospital for a small issue. He was about to be released. And then he got like, a blood clot or something and just passed away. Oh. So. Wow. And that's, that's it. I mean, she has a gift. Like she's psychic. Yeah. She should, that's crazy. she should cultivate that even though it seems like it's like in full force already that's incredible my god that her grandma talking to her and being like call your grandpa is there that gave me chills yeah that's That's crazy crazy. that's like really Mm -hmm. a beautiful thing too that her mom got to talk yeah to him oh my god and good for her for going with her instincts and acting on it and like not ignoring it you know Mm -hmm. yeah wow hey web crawlers this is chris from washington Wanted to let you know about a weird synchronicity that I had. Oh, okay. I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> okay. Yes, you probably just did. All right, all right, all right. We did it. No, we are waiting for you to do That's it. That's what they did in that show, too. Uh, a little bit later, listened to one of your older episodes, and I can't remember who at, at this moment in time. One of you ladies said, all right, all right, all right. Probably and Melissa. Probably me. I go to one of my customers and check in with them. They greet me with, all right, all right, all right. Oh, oh. no. Uh-oh. I go to the grocery store. The checker there at the register is scanning things in, gets to the total, and goes, 
All right, all right, all right. Oh my god, like a Twilight <laughs> Zone episode. That evening? <gasps> no. no, you guessed it. When they're looking up That's too much. the information <laughs> and help me find where a certain tool is, the person there says, All right, all right, all right. You're being punked. Well, yeah, know. you're being what McConaughey. You're trying to tell me about Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> McConaughey. But I'm listening. If you got any ideas, please let me know. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> You're being McConaughey. You're being McConaughey. Wow, wow, that's crazy. The, cur- that the curse of McConaughey. could you imagine having it happen that many times you would you be like i would go nuts be like yeah i would end up in a mental institution (laughs) if if, i start screaming every place i went someone said to me all right all right all right i would be like i'd be like i'm in the truman show this isn't okay like i need to call a doctor (laughs) you'd like grab someone by their collar and be like why are you doing this (laughs) And they're like, Who uh, do you I work for? I just it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. boy, that's funny. Hey, this is for web callers. Uh, first time, long time. This is Brian from Texas, and uh, I'm calling because uh, I, I don't know. I'm bored. My uh, I'm waiting for my wife to take our dog to the trainer, and I want to make like surprise her with this, so she shouldn't know. We're- I'm calling. I don't know. I'm calling until she hears it on the podcast. Anyway, Aww. a real, real small, stupid thing that happened to me when I was younger. Uh, so when I was in junior high, I grew up in a small town outside of Houston, Texas, and all the kids kind of idolized the kids in the inner city. Like we thought, oh, these kids are so tough and cool and awesome. Uh, and someone spread the rumor that like the coolest thing you could do that all the kids in Houston did, like all the time when they were out being badass and doing cool shit like drugs was uh eating raw potatoes. So no, that's dangerous. Of, uh, just kids in junior high walking around the school kind of like mean mugging and acting like tough and badass and uh, just eating a ton of potatoes. No. Uh, my friend got his mom to go out and get him a bag of russet potatoes and it was kind of like smoking cigarettes. Uh, oh. so anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, that happened to me. I uh, tried a potato, but I was honestly kind of a nerd and never was that cool. So I... Uh, Skip that trend. But anyway, uh, probably coming up on the limit. And also, I think my wife's coming, and I want, again, her to be surprised by the Surprise. She's going to be very nice. We'll use something that's stupid. Uh, yeah, Hong Kong or whatever. Bye. Wow. Didn't we find out that was poisonous or something? Was it rot? It was this rotten potatoes. That's because Melissa had a drawer of yes. rotten potatoes during the pandemic. She and got it all those potatoes. The worst smell i can't, it was worse i don't know what a dead body smells like but this was worse. was worse and then i found that article where a family went in their basement and they had like rotten potatoes and they all died That's, from like the fumes i'm glad you're alive to tell the tale oh. wow wow that's that's teenagers are stupid that's crazy <laughs> Okay, next hey, This is for the web callers. This is uh, Brian from Texas again. Sorry, I realized my last call, I kind of called on a whim, and it was super incoherent and weird. Um, but the point yeah. is, I was sitting in my car uh, waiting for my wife to come out of the house, and uh, I wanted to surprise her, so I didn't want her to, her to overhear me calling or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's probably listening to this. So hi, Leah. I'm sorry. This was probably super embarrassing. I love you. Uh, I mean, also, if you like the potato story, I've got a lot stupider ones than that to share. Perfect. So maybe sometime I'll call back and tell you more horrible, stupid things from my hometown, which is kind of across between Springfield and Pawnee, if you know that. So, uh, oh, and uh, my last sign-off was pretty mediocre, so I'll try one again. Honk, honk. There you go. I don't know. 
Thanks. <laughs> love, love this guy. <laughs> love him. Wow, what a gift! What a gift to give two two voicemails left. Wow. Yeah. So this is this is I kind of these came in later, but I wanted to play these because this is the woman calling in about what our animal choices meant in that psychology test that right. we did. Right. So, so here we go. Here we go. Hello, this is for the web callers. This is Amber from California. I'm calling with the results to your animal fun psychology test. You have two months to live. Um, so <laughs> I'll tell you what all of the animals meant and why I thought you guys would choose the ones you did. Um, so there's uh, so. We'll just start with Allie. Allie, you left the sheep behind first. Uh, I thought you would leave the lion behind first, but you left the sheep behind. Uh, the sheep represents uh, relationships and or friendships. I mean, actually, that uh, makes total sense for me. The reason I like me. this psychology <laughs> test is because, uh, you know, whatever, they're all kind of accurate, right? Like a tiny mm-hmm. bit. But this one, I think, is fun because... You tend to think of these animals in this way. That's me almost hitting the car in front of me. If you heard that, I did it. Anyway. Um, so the way that you would think of a sheep is like, well, a sheep doesn't serve any purpose except that it's soft and it's comforting. So it's like, it's not like I could use it. I could eat it, although Maria said you'd eat it. So, hey, you know. If I needed to. If I needed to. Um... But, like, yeah, they essentially just serve as comfort animals. So it's like, yeah, like a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I am a lone wolf. Um, that makes sense. So, Allie, very interesting that you left that behind first. Uh, Melissa, you left the cow behind first. Uh-huh. Uh, Maria, that's why I thought you would take in a few. The cow is, like, the most practical uh, person. Maria, I can just thought that you are a practical person and uh no, well, you are wrong your <laughs> basic human needs because it you know has milk and it has you know a lot of people think of food when they think of a cow um and it at least gives you milk so it's like your basic uh food shelter needs is kind of represented by a cow i don't need it uh, so and then maria you left the lion behind first and the lion represents pride because there's really no uh no like purpose for a lion other than to scare other people off and so wow. they That's kind right. of say it represents your pride or you. your you know like your ego or whatever so yeah. maria you left that shit at the door Good. i want it gone i want um, it gone okay let's see which one have i not gone over oh right uh so yeah sheep cow lion um ali you did take the horse in maria took the horse in too i when i took the test took the horse in as well uh, and the horse represents uh, your passion. <laughs> There's a part two. Interesting. This is really interesting. This is I really know. cool. For the web color, part two. Okay, so <laughs> horses represent your passion because it's something that you ride, it's something that elevates you, and it's something that takes you from like point A to point B. A lot of people think of that as like your passion or your creativity or your career. Um, yeah, a lot of people tend to take in the horse uh, because that's, you know, a natural part of ourselves that we're like, 
Hell yeah, we want that part to be celebrated. And then the monkey. Um, yeah, Melissa took in the monkey. She thought of the monkey as a fun sidekick, and that's <laughs> pretty much what it represents, because usually when we think of a monkey, when you're picturing this, you're usually carrying the monkey, and so the monkey represents children and, like, a fun sidekick. Ooh, and, yeah, weird. like, if there's any sort of, like, mothering or nurturing or parenting oh, instinct in you, strange. you take in the monkey. Uh, what's funny is that anybody I give this test to, like, I gave this test to my mom and dad, and they both took the monkey in. Anybody that I give this test to that already has kids always takes the monkey in. And uh, it's very funny to me. So, yeah. Oh, That's interesting. Horses, uh, passion, cows, oh, and here's the list of the way you guys took them in, in case you forgot. Allie left the sheep first, then she left the lion, then the cow, then the monkey, and she took in the horse. Melissa left that cow behind first, then the horse, <laughs> then the sheep, then the lion, and took in the monkey, and Maria, you left the lion first, uh, then left the monkey, then the cow, then the sheep, and then you took in the horse. Uh, wow. Yeah. I hope that was fun. If I think of any more good ones, I'll call back. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Super fun. How, How interesting. interesting. Wow. That makes sense to me. That, this, that, yeah. that all checks out, I mean, in a lot of in a lot of ways. Yeah. That's crazy. The monkey for me must represent my dogs because I don't want human children. So that must be like my maternal instinct towards my animals. <laughs> Hmm. When did you leave the monkey, Maria? I left the the monkey. What did she say? I left I first left the lion, second or third. Then, I think you left the monkey. Then I left the. Then I left it. I well, the way I was thinking of it was that I was letting go of things that could take care of themselves first, like the lion and then the right. monkey, and so like, and then yeah, that's so interesting. It's interesting that I kept the sheep for so long. Well, but I guess fr- or, friendships matter to you. Friendships and comfort and relationships <laughs> matter to you. Yeah, I got I got Chuck those quick. <laughs> <laughs> I get that now, but I'm just saying if someone was like, "Here's a sheep or a monkey," it's like wild that I let go of the monkey before the sheep. Yeah, but yeah. Wow. Well, well, that was cool. If you have any other personality tests like that, guys, please call in with them. We would love yeah. to just take, take quizzes for you. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, that is our mailbag episode. Melissa, if people want to reach us, where can they do so? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. All right. I am Allie. Get rid of all personal and romantic relationships <laughs> as fast as you can, Seagull. I'm Melissa. Get rid of your personal needs first, Stetton. And I'm producer. Get rid of that ego, baby. It's not needed here. Your ego's not oh, your yeah. amigo. Oh, whoa. <laughs> That's right. That's so true. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, 
Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 